Hello, it's Denise. And Diane from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And I said to Denise, let's tackle a subject that affects everyone. And it's called loneliness. And loneliness means completely different things to different people. My loneliness might not be something that you would be lonely with. And I just kind of wanted to uh, acknowledge that the LA Times did a giant front page story called the new, I don't know if it's the new epidemic or the it's an epidemic. Well, loneliness is not a new epidemic. Uh, yeah, no, why not. can't I say this? Epidemic. I'm glad it's, you can't say the word. I'm always the one that can't I know, say really, the word. I, epidemic. Epidemic. It's not. Epidemic. Thank you, Denise. I, um, I've just been thinking about it a lot because often I hear and read that as we age, life becomes lonelier. We're more isolated. Our communities change. Our friendships change for myriad reasons. But regardless, uh, things change. And we have to be open to the changes. I have to say and I said this to Denise and Cindy before, I think my whole life I've been looking for a community. And the community kind of changes depending what the community is. The biggest community for me has been in my work life. I have been so fortunate to have like-minded people um, just discuss ideas. And to me, that has been my uh, antidote to loneliness, I think. And, you know, as I'm not researching and writing and doing as much as I used to do, I find there's kind of a big hole there. But when I was reading about this epidemic, I was thinking, that's really not new, except for the fact that guess what? In our earlier podcasts, we've talked about the uh, power of social media. And I would say, I don't know if you would call this power or unpowering the connection because I think that when you feel loneliness it's for human connection whether it's um, in a book club maybe where you're connecting on a book or um, you go to church or temple and you have a community there that you feel like-mindedness or can discuss ideas with but when your communities change and you don't have replacements for them, it starts to feel kind of daunting. And we all know, oh, we'd like to go, let's say we'd like to be in a community, but it's kind of hard to just jump back in there. And particularly as you're older, because that's what we hear a lot about. Well, sure, and you have to put a bra on. <laughs> oh, God, if I forgot leave, about that part. If you leave your house, you got to have underwear. Now, that could take 20 minutes to figure well, out. Well, listen, there's it? something to be said for assisted living as you age down the line, because I remember my mother said, over her dead body would we put her in assisted right. living. And so we had an agreement that we wouldn't sell the, her home uh, for quite a while until she was comfortable there. All I can tell you is this gal was playing bingo. Exactly. She was the card shark of the group. She, they were going to the Hollywood Park horse racing, and she had a group that had lunch and dinner together the Golden Girls. I love and that. And she was more invigorated when she was 94 years old than she was in her 60s, 70s, and 80s. So I just share that with you because it's interesting. I know this. Yeah. When 
I made great women friends. When I was asked to speak, it was called um, Personal Chefs Network. My friend Sharon McConnell lives in Texas, started it. It was, there's also USPCA, you know. You know yeah, USPCA, different personal, personal chef. Personal chef. Yeah. Now, so I met some of these women when I was a speaker. We, I might have had dinner with them or breakfast with them. Uh-huh. I, but, and, and some of them helped me write my personal chef book. I asked them for things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to make the long story short, most of them aren't personal chefs anymore. They've moved on. Do you right. know what I mean? Of course. All love to cook still. Yeah. But their their knees went out. <laughs> yeah. Or their feet got sore. Yeah. Or it was just time to change careers. Or they've retired. Well, you know, there's a, God, at least a dozen, if not more, that I talk to, though, on Facebook, like, almost every day. Really? I'm not saying serious talking. One of them posts and says something. We all respond. It's a lovely, lovely thing. We don't have to see each other. I don't even know where most of them live. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I just, but I know their names, and I know them, and... But do you think... I feel, I like to know, uh, they tell me about their kids. Yeah. I mean, not just me. They, yeah, of course. They share about kids. We talk about girl things. We talk about food things. Um, it's a wonderful, it's much like when Betty, Betty... Vassal? Vassal. Fussel. I have to say Betty Russell Fussell. So that's how yeah. I remember. <laughs> but when we had and it's interviewed her and interviewed her, she's in a a, a assisted living. Assisted living. It's the most gorgeous place you've ever seen. Gorgeous. It's right. where Julia Child also went. Yeah. And but the most I loved her story, her long story of though they she has a breakfast club. Yeah. And exactly. Everybody it's seven thirty sharp, you get there. Yeah. And that way. Everybody, someone cares that you w- awakened. That's what I think of it is. Someone cares that you're alive. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're separated from your family or... Right. But I have to tell you, and this is just... It's Diane's talking about this, and she's got some other great ideas for you. My husband had surgery at St. John's. I went to get... I wanted a cup of coffee. The closest thing I could get was a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Now... I like McDonald's coffee. I'll be perfectly honest. I was actually worked in a focus group when they were redoing. This is years ago. But yeah. when they went from crappy coffee to good coffee, the McCafe. Don't forget the McCafe. Oh, that's right. And I'll eat an Egg McMuffin. I don't eat any other food at McDonald's. I don't like it. But I like their Egg McMuffin. So I went and got myself a coffee. And the Egg McMuffin was killing two hours before I went back. I see in the McDonald's in Santa Monica this gigantic table that fits eight or ten people. Uh huh. And while I'm there for the two hours reading the paper and going on, I see that it rotates people. They're all saying hello. One or two of them have their dogs with them. Oh, so they've all got a community that it they is created. a community they created table. a community. And then I asked the manager because I had to because I was just fascinated by this because I thought yeah. this is exactly yeah. what I'd hoped for people in my life that were older that. Yeah, never did. So he said, oh, no, they eat. They come in. They drink coffee. You know, the rule is as long as somebody, everybody has to buy something or they can't use the table. But he says it goes on like this for three hours. Wow. And so it has become a community social table. That half the people, he was so key, he goes, oh, yeah, he was the principal of Santa Monica High School. She's, they're widowed. They're right. divorced. They're older. Their lives have they're, changed. Their lives have changed. They're looking for 
a connection. And so they know, and then some of them walk together. Or if right. one is still, you know, one of them has a car and can still drive, then they take the other one on errands. And I thought this is the best you can hope for in life. I mean, yeah. really, that you could make friends and all share when you're yeah, at this age. You know, you were talking about that you communicate with these people on Facebook. Yes. And I certainly do as well. But, Denise, I just, you know, I feel like it's a way to not be really connected. Obviously, I'm talking about two things. One is that it's a wonderful thing to do for people that live all over the country and whatever. But in terms of true feeling like a community and connecting and being together, that, because I think it's, it's, it's changed okay. I younger think, people. I think, Diane, you don't understand the depths of Facebook. And, no, that I'm is serious. true. That is I'm true. serious. I have deep relationships on Facebook. Deep? Deep. Give me Love an example. It. I'm none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have friends that really, and, and there's arguments on Facebook. There's disagreements. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to tell you, most of it, and these are, I'm talking about, I don't mean some troll that comes in and says right, you know, right, right. something. Like I voted for Trump. <coughs> I'm saying this. I think that through emails and Facebook, I and text So you don't see people, it as a, as a possible uh, no, no, negative? No, not at all. Matter of fact, it makes me set dates with people. Okay. No, I hear all of that, but I'm talking about something deeper. I don't. You are not looking at the depth of Facebook. <laughs> no, no, I don't I feel am not. Because I'd rather be sitting way. here with you okay. right but now you know looking what? at your face I talking to you. I like that too, but sometimes via, you yeah. can't. No, so, I know. And but what if you don't have anything other than Facebook? Well, then you might get lonely. I, but I think yeah. all of us. Yeah. See, when you started this, I agree, Dan. We're all lonely at different times in our Right. Lives right. and our ages. Different periods. Different, different periods. Yeah. Things that can make you. Since I've moved to Ventura, my favorite thing, everybody, this, I'm going to this gorgeous new facialist. Okay, I found her. I told you about her. And she's in my dermatologist's Your office. Your skin looks fabulous. Well, it, you know, but she's going to use the wand. Oh, yeah, I you know, know the there's wand. a wand. I know. And it, you just, it cleans up imperfections on your skin and it's not laser but it's a wand and, but it's a similar thing anyway so she was evaluating my skin and we're talking and she's charming she's probably 10 years at least 10 years younger than I am but I told her you know we moved from LA to you Vintura. know from Scabo and to, <laughs> to Ventura that's the wrong side of the tracks in Beverly Hills that's why it's called Scabo what is Scabo that's an old hobo term haven't you ever heard Scabo? People would never. Oh, my father and I say, oh, I think he lives over in Scabo. Okay, never mind. Never mind. But to make the long story short, she said, charming woman, her name is Julie. Have you made friends? I said, not a one. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, what? And I said, no. I said, actually, I joined a writer's group, which didn't work out well. So I'm not doing that. But also, then I had too many new friends. For Christ's sake, that's too many people. I didn't like that. Right. I said, Cindy comes, my Cindy comes like once or twice a month, but I see her on the, the podcast days too. I see Diane on podcast days. Yeah. I have Facebook. I talk to my sister. Yeah. My wonderful Th maybe sister. Maybe that's enough for you. So, it, and, but I have to tell you, in reality, and then when we had the dinner that night, was really fun here. Diane uh. hosted a dinner party of women beyond a certain age, and I saw two or three women that I just love. Maybe we'll do it like quarterly we'll or semi-annually. But I have it was to tell fun. you, it yeah. was very fun. Yeah. 
there are just I I I I get enough. I yeah. don't need a lot of interaction. Well, that's changed for me too. Now maybe it's because I've always been a writer and I'm always and you've on already my, learned to be alone. You have to be able to be alone and Absolutely. be your own best friend in a way. Absolutely. And get your mind. So my mind is always working. So I'm talking to myself. Do you know what I mean? But still, I know when you're by yourself all the time. It I just do gets, a little art. Yeah, you doing. Yeah. I do my dollhouses. I write. Yeah. I. It's enough. It's, it's enough. enough. But I think for when I wanted to talk about this topic, and um, I'm just thinking about you saying that Facebook is such a great thing for connection. Um, I slightly differ with you, but as you say, I'm ignorant about <laughs> the depth. The depth. The depth of, of Facebook. Facebook. Please, I wouldn't be promoting Facebook so much for all of the reasons we know. Oh, never mind. It's very political. Anyway, never mind. Anyway, the point. My point is that there. It doesn't matter. Let's say Facebook is enough, but there are many of us who want more, and we're not even sure what we want. Well, now see, this is the void. Yes, this is the famous void. That's right. We're all trying to fill the dark. That big oh, void inside yeah. us. Some yeah. of us try to feed it, feed it with what? sugar. <laughs> uh, who some would that us, be? Some of us try to feed it with, with work. wine. Oh, some no, of with us work. try to feed it with work. Some of us fi- try yeah. to feed it with accolades from others. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's we've a all bad... got the big void. So That's so great. You know, but it, it, you just sit with it, that for a minute. It makes us all human. It makes us who we are. That's it's right. why we're human. Now... Sometimes we can conquer the devil. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we can conquer. And sometimes you don't want it. It's okay to have the big void and sit in it. Because then you will come out of it and you'll say, well, what do I want to do now? You know that this has been something that I've been doing that also isn't whole. It is a technique to to loneliness, to um, boredom. Because, see, sometimes I think boredom and loneliness are the same. Two different sides of the same coin. I could see that. I, I can see I that. I think that you can be bored and that slips into loneliness. But to me, loneliness is more than just being bored. It's feeling bad. Okay. That's what I'm connoting loneliness. Loneliness is feeling bad. It's blue. not when you're, you're blue. Al- yeah. You're blue. You're not, you're not lonely. Like, oh, I'm lonely. I wish I could do X. You're feeling lonely where you just feel like you're not connected I- out there and you're feeling blue and... You're not sure how, how do you, see, part of the problem with it is when you're feeling it, you can't get, a, hard to figure out how to get out of it. And that's almost the, the harder part than w- all the possibilities that there are out there. I understand. It's a kind of a mindset. Well, I think that there's, certainly we know that there are tried and true uh, tricks. One, do something for somebody else and stop thinking about yourself. That is the truth. And that is one of the, okay. that's like the first most important thing to remember. You feel bad about you. You feel lonely. You feel miserable. Just take a look outside I and just, do something for them. You know, as I create my new pasture, which is my I new, love your new pasture. I've moved from transitional to I've moved into a new pasture. I know this. I've been I bought a new bicycle, which I mean, used to me. But when I was a kid, I rode my bicycle all the time. Really? Oh my I god! Could, how... It was freedom. 
It was my freedom to go on my bicycle all day long with my best friend, Gail Daw, and we had sandwiches in our baskets and a sweatshirt, and we were gone for hours and in, of, in a day. So And we fun. lived in a beautiful area that was wooded and pretty, and we yeah. could have been killed at any moment, but <laughs> never mind. That's where the mashers, as my mother would say. The mash. Oh, my mother used that term. Oh, of term. course. The it's mashers. A, a mashers. They lived in Scabow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But I, so I bought the bicycle because one of my big things, and though I'm not feeling lonely right now, I've certainly experienced a lot of loneliness in life, but I'm not feeling lonely at all. Right. But what I'm trying to do is I keep trying to think of the things that I love best. Yeah. And, and go and do, and them. do them. Yeah. Go to the movies by yourself. I lo- oh my God, I love going to the, movies, love by to go to the movies by myself. Go to the theater by myself. Nothing exactly. is more fun. Yeah. I love to make spaghetti sauce. <laughs> I make okay. spaghetti sauce with Miss. With meat, with meatballs, sometimes with so chicken So that's meatballs. very oh my God. comforting to you. It's so comforting to me. Yeah. And then you end up with, you know, spaghetti sauce for dinner, and it's delicious. But, but you I, know, when you say this, it's interesting. It's reigniting this part of you, because I've been really thinking about this time in life of what, what do I want to do? And I'm noticing that I when I'm really happy, one of the times I'm happiest is when I'm in the kitchen. Absolutely. Now, yeah. so my husband had surgery. He can't eat anything for a couple of days. So, mm. of course, the day I brought him home, I cooked a chicken. I cooked artichokes. I made an angel food cake. I mean, I can't even tell. The food is still, most of it is still in the refrigerator. <laughs> it hasn't gone off. But I just, I was nervous, though I didn't admit to myself that I was nervous about the surgery. I cooked enough food for three days. That's how you dealt with your nervous That's how I dealt with yeah. it. But I felt so good. And then I ate a little bit myself. Yeah. He didn't eat a thing. And then he did start to eat it the next. I made him jello with blueberries in it. Then I made him plain jello. I mean, <laughs> I cooked for like three or four hours. And, and what is that when wonderful. it comes to, uh, when we connected up to loneliness for me? Because you're saying boredom, loneliness, or let's add anxiety. Or depression. Anxiety, depression, because they sort of seem to be... See, I think they're all in... If you think of a gray cloud, seriously. Yeah, And if we just divided lines down in a gray cloud... Depression, anxiety... All these things live together. Do you know what I mean? They do. Yeah, it's good to think about it like this, And that's why they will, you know, and certainly some of the things we're talking about... Exercise. Now, I'm feeling... I knew this from when I still ran my business... I'd had a rough day. I was tired. I'd been beaten up by clients or beaten up by a director or beaten up by the talent. And all I know is I learned that if I took a walk for 35 minutes with one of my dogs around the neighborhood, all disappeared. Didn't even remember what it was about. Yeah. Get home, I'd think, oh, I feel fine. So I know that all exercise is exercise is crucial, and it's not because you should feel guilty that you didn't exercise and you have to do it. Blah blah blah. It's because it makes you feel better. Blue sky, what big fluffy clouds? Yeah, the the little birdies chirping in the trees. Somebody's neighbor's rose bushes, you know, blooming. I. I look at that and I think to myself, oh my God, it's so beautiful. I also, because I live next to a green belt and then becomes the golf course, which is perfectly maintained. Yesterday, there were two white egrets that mm-hmm. were just, I couldn't stop. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop staring at them. They live, and I have red, red-tailed hawks that live in another tree. My dog gets tired. He sits down when I'm watching the birds like, Jesus, are we ever going to move? <laughs> 
Jesus, bitch, I need to get home. But I'm telling you, I have, and this is perspective. Yeah. And, and you have to, and you have to change your perspective yes. when you're in that place. But it's kind of turning the key so it that is you can do that. I can give you lots of ideas, which I'm going to, Please actually. Please do, Diane. No, but, but before I do, I want to say that sometimes it's tough to get off your butt. Yes, and, absolutely. And, not, and, and just say, I'm going to make that change. That's right. Sometimes you're just, there's something that'll help you do that. Whatever it is, you'll be motivated in a way, maybe. And if you aren't, you just have to suck it up and say, I got to do it. I got to try this. And you know, but what you're saying, which I think is very important, and with all these... You do have to identify the problem. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. You have to decide. Am I t- See, my thing is, when I'm tired, I don't have good judgment. So then all of a sudden, it's like th- throwing the yeah. the baby away with the bathwater. I'm tired at nighttime. I become a whiny person. So all of a sudden, nothing is good. Right. The so you don't want to do that. Then. The you plane wanna... ticket I bought was wrong. Right. I don't like my haircut, even right. though I've lived with it for a week. What? I don't. Why did I ever buy that couch? Right. So I become. Right. So right. then I have to say, you know what? Self-judgmental. You need a really good night's sleep. And then tomorrow it's all going to be different. And that's exactly what happens to me all the time. I would say for me as well. When, they, when you're having a crappy, crappy day, at some point I will literally say, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm going to go watch TMC. That's exactly- i got to find some black and white movies. Or I'll watch the Weather Channel, which is basically zone out, man. I know, that's right. And, uh, or try to read something. But, you know, sometimes you just got to know when to cut your losses. You, no, over the weekend... <laughs> I think there's was several things. I feel there's been so much friction between everybody. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And with the political I don't just climate. mean with the political climate. I mean yeah. the democ we're all fighting each other. Yeah, Do you know it's what I mean? Horrible. And yeah. some days I just can't do it. So on Sunday I went down when you said TCM, I went down the rabbit hole uh. with Rock Hudson. Oh, I was <laughs> I was there with you. <laughs> and they were Sunday, having, they had the and Rock now, Hudson. There's a couple of things here. Yeah. And I was thinking of writing it because I have a story that I wrote when I did Rock Hudson's funeral. What I do you catered, mean? Oh, you did I the caterer's funeral. Yeah. And I wrote a story about it, and it's kind of poignant and sweet, and there's some funny parts. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I'm seeing it. See, with these stories I've always written, I'm seeing them now as they could go into a novel. Okay. Yeah. Not an, make my memoir a different memoir than I was writing. But all I know is I went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay. He was with Jane Wyman. Oh, he was so much more beautiful than Jane Wyman. <laughs> then he wrote in Written in the Wind yeah, with Lauren Bacall. I Were they it. the most beautiful people? Yeah. And when they kissed, it was like watching someone else have sex. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> so I went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. Oh, I, I'm sure I, uh, besides the five hours in the movie, I spent another hour or two just on the internet reading more about rock, though I know everything about rock. <laughs> so, and then you know what? I felt better. So I took myself out of, I was, I think there's been, there's been death and murder in the news and there's political It's horror. a It's a tough time it's no matter which, very tough time. where you are in, the, in your political persuasion. I turn yeah. off my phone. And I don't, no more news, nothing like that, nothing on the TV, except for something that's going to give me pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. But so let's talk about some things that when you tweak your brain to say, I'm really needing something a little, I need a refresh. I need to think about, yeah, just something new. Because that's the whole thing about living. 
we always are looking for something new. You know, you get stuck in your uh, space and what you do in your life, your daily grind. But then when you add a, 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 you call it a refresh or whatever, it it really makes a difference. For me, you aren't going to, for those of you who know me, you're really going to laugh. I decided to play. First of all, I hate games other than slamming the ball in tennis and pickleball. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a card player or mahjong, which I have friends who say it's fabulous. It's just not, never been for me. Well, meanwhile, my husband and I, Michael, are taking canasta lessons. He's, of course, mastered it in three lessons already because he's figuring out all the numbers and figuring out, and I'm a little slow on the uptake. And was Aunt B there with Andy Griffith? Was that, <laughs> did you go to Maytown for that? I'm just, I'm sorry. I know. That's how I felt. I can't do this. I can't do this. But we know other people wonderful. that are doing it. And I thought, so what? You're still out there playing pickleball. You're in Pilates. You walk a couple miles. Shut up. Go try something new, even if it's like you have this preconceived notion about it. But there's plenty of other things to think about. So um, some of the things you can do are, you know, I'm, I'm going to take these from Lisa Boone, who wrote To Be Lonely No More, and some of her recommendations. She talks about, oh, my God, look at this, Tycho drummers. I mean, Tycho is a big thing. Learning an instrument. Tycho Project Academy in downtown L.A. Uh, hiking. There's many different, like you can oh, go to God, meet yes. up and you can have different hiking partners. And even in LA, there's something out, the Happy Hour Hiking Club. Wait, does that mean that they're having a martini while they're walking? Maybe they get the martini that after I don't their know. hike. That I don't know. But a few other ideas, bond with burgers. I was, oh, that was another thing I did. I got these major binoculars. I told my husband I wanted those for my birthday because I was going to become yeah. a birder after I went to Takati and I took the bird watching class. Yes. I got so into it for about 20 minutes. I know, but, but that's okay. But there are people that are really into these specific things like birding or dancing. Paddle, uh, all I can tell you is uh, pickleball, paddle tennis, any of those kinds of things. Find a, a recreation group in your community and and just go to it once. That's all I'm saying. Try it once. I think trying it, and Diane, you saying getting out of getting up off the chair or getting out of your apartment because these are not just for older people problems. Ooh, Young people they completely. They're totally estranged. You, and, and if you're single, you don't have your family living near you. Listen, you I think after college, college was so lonely for me the first year. Right, but once you get a community, if you're lucky yes. enough to get a community or whatever you're doing, that's the time when you're meeting people because you're in classes, you're constantly around different people. But once you're out of college, you have to find other things. I mean, for me, many, my, now my two best friends are from the fifth grade, still, and we talk every day. Yeah. Can you imagine? I yeah. mean, it's unbelievable. It's wonderful. But my, I have a whole other group that I met when my daughter Laura was born. Sure. And these moms have been my best friends for 30, 35 years now. You know? So you find different groups. That was a mommy group. See, you know? my big chill the weekend, these are girls I went to fifth, sixth, seventh grade with. Right. We were song leaders together. They were bridesmaids in my wedding. We text each other all the time. That's wonderful. So even though we're not together, one of us comes up with an idea, and then the five of us are all in the text... And it makes me feel like I've seen them. I get it. It gives me that we tease each other and I, that we text each other, and that makes all the difference in the world. 
I want to say, because this is now and we're in the year of voting, that you can get involved in the election. You know what? That's so good. And the nonpartisan and nonprofit advocacy group called Rock the Vote offers a free toolkit on how to throw a debate watch party, register voters, all these great things that aren't, you don't have to decide who you hate and who you love. You can get involved in the process of democracy and feel, just feel good. And you might even meet somebody. You never know. Yeah. On that note, Denise, I think that's a good start to talking about loneliness, and we'll continue to. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, the, I think that, and you started this way, Diane, which is brilliant. We all are going to experience loneliness, and to each of us, it's very different. Right. I mean, I just touched the surface today because my loneliness is not yours, but that's a, a subject for another day. There you go. Okay. Thank you, Miss Cindy. Thank you, Diane. Thank you. Remember, you can uh, leave comments for us on which thing, Cindy? We uh, left our, we lost our list. Cindy gave us. It's in my office iCloud. in the folder. Woman, woman Beyond at iCloud.com. You can go on our Facebook page. Please let us know what you're thinking. We really want to hear from you. Or if you found a way. Now, I know several of my friends, which is just... have started book clubs yeah book clubs is another good one. so if you're in a community where once a week oh god kill me that means you'd have to write a read a book every week yes you do have if you have another life that can be no how about once a month i know but you can have a book club once a month yeah that's Uh, you know what i want to do if i did a book club but i don't because i'm not going to do this but i think you then (laughs) theme it with the food in the book oh i have a friend who's been they've been doing it for 20 years like this i don't watch godfather without making the meatballs Uh, well you you know you know denise and her sauce and meatballs (laughs) on that note see you later bye-bye bye